I'm Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brother Love Podcast. Good day! Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Brother Love Podcast that talks about agriculture and food. Today's episode tackles the issue of sugar based on the stories written by Business Mirror reporters Jasper Emanuel Arcalas, Andrea San Juan, and Radi Sousa. For more stories on food and agriculture, please visit the Business Mirror website. For the print edition, please go to the Agriculture and Commodities section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. The United Sugar Producers Federation of the Philippines, or UNIFED, has asked the government to deny the request of beverage companies to directly import sugar for their needs. In a statement, UNIFED President Manuel Lamata said, He got wind of a request of Coca-Cola Beverages Philippines Incorporated, Pepsi-Cola Products Philippines Incorporated, ARC Refreshments Corporation, Nestle Philippines Incorporated, Alaska Milk Corporation, and Mondenese Incorporation to meet with the president to allow industrial users to directly import premium refined sugar. Lamata said in a letter addressed to President Ferdinand Marcos Jr., Recently, in his capacity as head of the Department of Agriculture, these beverage companies complained about sugar supply, high price, and alleged outright refusal of traders to provide price quotes to industrial buyers. According to Lamata, the letter was signed by Gareth McGill, President and CEO of Coca-Cola, Frederick B. Ong, President and CEO of Pepsi-Cola, Jeffrey Yao, Director of ARC, Kais Marzuki, Chairman and CEO of Nestle, Tarang Gupta, Managing Director of Alaska, and Henry Sosanto, CEO of Mondenising. According to UNIFED, the letter urged President Marcos to quote-unquote consider available options that will allow industrials to directly import premium refined sugar to address the shortage and stabilize prices of domestic sugar. The executives of these private companies added that in order to, quote, prevent future supply crisis, they propose that importation be used to create a buffer stock for at least one quarter, end of quote. And, quote unquote, prices for imports for sale in the Philippines should be pegged closer to world market price. Unifed's Lamata chided these industrial users for their, quote unquote, sheer greed as they grow their business because of Filipinos who patronize their products. Namata said this lobby to allow them to import directly will affect the more than 5 million stakeholders of the sugar industry, who are ironically their consumers as well. Namata said, quote-unquote, these beverage companies should be buying local sugar because they buy their local products as well. And he hopes President Marcos will continue to have his heart and protect the farmers from these greedy companies. According to Lamata, the companies also claim they comprise over 90% of industrial users and have concerns to present to the president, including sugar scarcity, quality, and sugar pricing in the country that allegedly threatens their business operations and the livelihoods of tens of thousands of workers. Unifed's Lamata said these companies have earned billions of revenues from Filipinos. They can surely protect their workers and their interests for decades to come. Lamata said, quote-unquote, however, allowing them to directly import now will not just kill the sugar industry, but kill the millions who are dependent on this industry 
just so they can further enrich themselves at our expense. Unifed's statement was issued on the heels of the resignation of David John Tadeus Alba, one of the executives of the Sugar Regulatory Administration. Pablo Luis Ascona, board member and planter's representative at the Sugar Regulatory Administration, said that President Marcos had accepted the courtesy resignation of Alba, but denied that the chief of the Sugar Regulatory Administration was a sacrificial lamb, quote-unquote, in the new sugar mess. Ascona said he was not the sacrificial lamb. Ascona added that Administrator Alba decided to resign based on his health. He cannot control his blood pressure, Ascona said. The executive said to this day, Administrator Alba has not been mentioned or implicated in any of the accusations thrown about in the media. For his part, National Federation of Sugarcane Planters, President Enrique Rojas said they praise Alba's decision to resign if he reasonably feels that he is simply being manipulated to commit acts or omissions which are disadvantageous and grossly damaging to the sugar industry. Alba was appointed in August 2022 following the resignation of then Ad Administrator Hermenegildo Serafica, who stepped down from his position in the wake of the issuance of Sugar Order 4, authorizing the importation of 300,000 metric tons of sugar. Moreover, the sugar chief had approved the issuance of clearances on the 440,000 metric tons of sugar imports following a memorandum from Department of Agriculture Senior Undersecretary Domingo Panganiban directing him to certify the legality of the outsourced sweetener. In a memorandum dated February 27, Panganiban tasked ALBA to issue the necessary documentation to three importers, All Asian Counter Trade Incorporated with 240,000 metric tons, Edison Lee Marketing with 100,000 metric tons, and SND Sukden Philippines Incorporated with 100,000 metric tons. Last March 22, Senator Risa Fontivero said President Marcos should order the immediate seizure of the illegally imported sweeteners and blacklist the airing importers. Earlier, Senator Fontiveros urged the Senate Blue Ribbon Panel to investigate what she described as government-sponsored sugar smuggling. But as Kona defended the move of the Department of Agriculture and the Sugar Regulatory Administration to allow the arrival of the 440,000 metric tons of imported sugar, noting that the companies were able to comply with the requirements set by the Sugar Regulatory Administration. As Kona said, Undersecretary Panganiban also submitted all the sugar to the control and classification of the Sugar Regulatory Administration. As Kona added, they also paid all the proper fees that is required by the Sugar Regulatory Administration. The Department of Finance is pushing for the relaxation of import rules on imported sugar to ease the entry of imports to pull down elevated prices of the commodity. At a news briefing last March 7, Finance Secretary Benjamin Jokno disclosed that one of the short-term measures to address the country's accelerating inflation is by removing the quantitative restriction on sugar. Jokno said the removal of the quantitative restriction or QR could be done through an executive order. A quantitative restriction is a non-tariff measure that limits or restricts the volume of a given commodity or goods that can enter the country. Secretary Jogno said in his speech delivered during the sectoral meeting with President Marcos last March 7 
that the relaxation of quantitative import restrictions on sugar will ease supply pressures and make sugar more affordable for Filipino consumers. And Secretary Jocno added, this will also secure the continuous operations and competitiveness of the food and beverages manufacturing subsectors whose key raw materials include sugar. The Finance Secretary added, it is important to note that these subsectors account for an average of 52% of the total gross value added of the sector from the years 2010 to the year 2021. Industry experts told the Business Mirror that the use of the executive order could be aimed at amending the Charter of the Sugar Regulatory Administration, which was created through Executive Order 18, Series of 1984. The present Charter of the Sugar Regulatory Administration empowers it to totally regulate the entry and movement of both local and imported stocks in the country. Furthermore, the administration's power to control the importation of sugar was strengthened by the Sugar Industry Development Act of 2015. In the past years, the importation of sugar was only allowed upon the issuance of a sugar order issued by the Sugar Regulatory Administration Board that would authorize an import program. The absence of such approval would mean that imported sugar that will enter the country is considered smuggled or illegal. Citing estimates by the Agriculture Department, Secretary Jocno said the country is set to suffer a shortfall of 70,546 metric tons in refined sugar supply by August 31 or the end of the sugar crop year 2022 to 2023. Secretary Jocno pointed out that the shortage would continue to exert pressure on retail prices of refined sugar that has remained above 100 pesos per kilogram today due to domestic supply woes. Secretary Jogno said, with persistently high sugar inflation, which increased by 38.8% in January 2023, there is an urgent need to improve sugar supply. This was not the first time that the Department of Finance pushed for easing of import controls on sugar or even deregulating or liberalizing the whole industry altogether. The Finance Department was previously keen on liberalizing the sugar industry akin to what the rice sector experienced in 2019 to improve market competition that could result in more competitive pricing of the commodity in the retail market. The Business Mirror earlier reported that the spike in the retail prices of refined sugar last year revived talks among pundits and industry stakeholders to finally open up the domestic sugar market to foreign competition. In 2019, the National Economic and Development Authority commissioned Bring Trust Incorporated to conduct an assessment on the country's sugar industry. The study commissioned to Brain Trust Incorporated showed that SRA's tight control over the sugar industry impeded its growth. Secretary Jokno disclosed that the rice trade liberalization law remains as the key model in opening up the domestic market of other commodities such as sugar to foreign competition. In doing so, any tariff collections from imported sugar would be channeled to the domestic sugarcane industry to improve local productivity. However, the Confederation of Sugar Producers Association Incorporated, or CONFED, has expressed opposition to the reduction of sugar tariffs, saying the move will jeopardize the livelihood of farmers. Representing CONFED, Rosemary Gumera said planters have thumbed down the cut in the most favored nation tariff rates 
for cane or beet sugar and chemically pure sucrose in solid form. Citing data from the Sugar Regulatory Administration, Gomera said 80,000 sugarcane farmers with about 90% considered as small will be harmed by the tariff reduction. Gomera also noted that more than 700,000 workers of the industry in the farms, sugar centrals, refineries, industry logistics, tractor or farm machinery repair shops, implement fabrication industries, ancillary services, among others, would also be affected. Aside from the livelihood of the farmers and workers, Gomera also noted that the industry has, quote-unquote, very huge investments in sugar mills and refineries and are already considered large taxpayers in the country. Gomera said there are billions of capital investments and working capital of sugar factories, a minimum of 200 million pesos, farmers, a minimum of 100 billion pesos, fertilizer business, a minimum of 10 billion pesos, equipment suppliers and fabricators, truckers and haulers, and other upstream or downstream industries that keep the Philippine economy afloat. Confed's Gomera also noted that the industry has already generated millions of jobs that she said will slowly shrink and may eventually collapse. Under the cane or beet sugar and chemically pure sucrose in solid form, heading in the matrix presented by the Tariff Commission, the current most favored nation rates of the said tariff lines range from 50% to 65%. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror BM Brother Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.